the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merc, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. At every, every aspect of life, the Democrat mafia is corrupt, failure, and evil. As I log on to, to uh, some of the sites today, story pops up. Man sets fire to Fox News tree, Midtown Manhattan. The kind of people we're dealing with, as I try to point out to you always, is the kind of people that believe a fundamental principle in this country is that people can kill their babies. That's just number one. So to lie about economic policies, to cheat and to steal, that is just whipped cream on the Sunday of scum that the American Marxist mafia is. So as you see the feeble fascist in his diapy and his three shirts so he looks like a man, go to Kansas to the Port Authority that exists on patronage and payoffs and fraud to promote trillions of dollars in green energy buy-offs and payoffs and scams and schemes, as you see the child, Pete Buttigieg, have an argument with one of the greatest thinkers you could argue in American history, Elon Musk, over a subsidized electronic vehicle environment, you realize what you're dealing with is a wretched soul. They are wretched, wretched human beings. That's just the fact. And when you brought, break that out into what we're, we're living through in the macro cycle of the greatest weapon against American freedom and the American way of life, the Fauci-invested flu. Oh, but it was. We don't talk about those emails. We don't talk about the investments. We don't talk about the origins of the Fauci flu. What we now are dealing with is the Fauci demagoguery. As this morphodite, this 80-year-old piece of garbage, government garbage, Travels the countryside, guaranteeing what your future will look like. The outlook is not at all a sure thing in the court system. Is there any thought of backing off of that and trying to avoid, you know, all the outcry against it? Yeah, but, you know, Andrew, we, we really have to get people vaccinated. I mean, I understand and we all understand how people do not like to be told what to do. They want to make their own choice and their own free will. I get I get that. Yeah, see 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 because what we're what we're seeing is the reality that you're a fraud, not just in this particular case of trying to divert the attention from the flu that you invested in, but in the idea that you somehow represent a cure in an experiment, in an absolute failed experiment. And I prove let's use Chicago Exhibit A. Now Chicago is run by the exact example of a Marxist mafia member in drag. Lori Lightfoot is in her little detective costume, shutting down businesses, forever changing lives, turning the 
the, the scum that we're paying $28,000 a year to pretend they go to school loose on the city as they loot and destroy what was once the magnificent mile now is just a typical street you want to avoid. And Chicago has the most onerous of regulations when it comes to the virus. After all, they've got all of the Viagra slayers, Dr. Awardi and the rest of them are going to tell you exactly how you're going to live with your two masks on, your three masks on, you can't leave the house and the rest of it. Turns out that the only person in Chicago that got the Omicron happened to be vaccinated and boosted up. There's a rise in Chicago with the first case of the newest variant found at Rush University Medical Center. Brona Tumulty joins us now with more. Brona? Good morning, guys. Yeah, both Governor Pritzker and Mayor Lightfoot issuing similar statements yesterday, urging people to get their vaccines and boosters, especially now in light of this new development. We know this first case of Omicron presented in a Chicago resident. There was some suspicion that this might be Omicron anyway, as this patient had previously had contact with an out-of-state visitor seemingly carrying the new variant. We know, But he was vaccinated and boosted. Oh, this Chicagoan is fully vaccinated and has also received a booster shot, but his or her symptoms did not require hospitalization. Well, none of them do with Omicron. That was discovered in Africa. Yet now, what will happen from the fully vaccinated and boosted is the super spreader. And here's pickle-faced Fauci doubling down on fascism. That, and I respect that, but these are unusual times And you can't think only of yourself and your own personal opinion, but you've got to think about your communal responsibility. You mean like to the scum that burned the tree? You mean like to the scum liar that sends emails to my station in regards to my show? Although I tell them, divert your ears if you voted for Barack Obama, the Viagra slayer Hillary Clinton, and this feeble diaper-wearing dimwit five-time draft dodger. Scum, Joe. Old, good old lunchbox Joe, a union thug, pay-to-play whore since the time he reared his hairless, ugly head. And in the meantime, he's turned over what appears to be power and control to this buffoon. To get yourself and your family and indirectly then the community protected. Yeah, like the one in Chicago that caught it and is now spreading it like wildfire. But I've said for a long time, the feeble fascist isn't a man in control. He embarrasses himself at every turn. He's embarrassing himself right now as his shoes are wet and he can't explain it in Kansas. And he explains him, he, he embarrasses the nation every time he opens his mouth. Developing vaccines, uh, saving lives, giving us hope. Also, also continuing to give me advice on uh, developments as they occur. Dr. I've seen more... <laughs> But Dr. Fauci, that I have my wife, we kid each other, but uh, they look, who's president? Fauci. Um, but all kidding aside, I, I sincerely mean it. It's a real, real, real uh, lap slapper there, Shecky. Real funny. Because the reality is Fauci knows what it's like. He knows the concept of America, but he doesn't think you get to actually have it. So I would prefer, and we all would prefer, that people would be voluntarily getting vaccinated But if they're not going to do that, sometimes you've got to do things that are unpopular, but that clearly supersede. You're never going to force us. Never. You got everybody you're going to get. It's obvious that what you're touting is a failure. It's obvious that you not only invested in the original creation of the greatest weapon of the fascist scum around the world. It's also obvious you're profiting from the fake cure. It's also obvious you're breaking 
the American spirit in our kids behind the backs of the parents. Even though the vaccine mandate for LAUSD doesn't go into effect until January 10th, some parents tell us that they believe their kids are being pressured into getting the jab. I should have been involved. Maribel Duarte says her 13-year-old son, a student at the Barack Obama Global Prep Academy in South L.A., Should've brought known. home this vaccine card. after. By the way, if you send your kid to a school named after the greatest fraud in American history, the greatest saboteur of Americanism to ever hold the highest office in the land, you should expect bad things are going to happen to that kid when they are in that socialist, communist friendly environment that they named it after the worst up until joe biden the worst president in american history having accepted the covid 19 vaccine at school she says he said yes when someone offered it in exchange for pizza the lady that gave him the shot and signed the paper was the one that told my son please do not say anything i don't want to get in trouble lausd says student matters are confidential and wouldn't comment specifically but did say it's safe schools to safe steps incentive program is meant to ensure several steps are in place for vaccinated students so they lured an immature child with a piece of pizza to put himself into this guinea pig experiment led by the most incompetent buffoons on the planet. Government pickle-faced doctors who have achieved nothing but failure in their long, ridiculous career where they're bought and sold by Big Pharma, just like Fauci around the world. And now they're luring kids into taking this with pizza. That's the kind of scum you're dealing with. Burning Christmas trees, burning California forests, blaming global warming so that they can put forward their agenda of fascism and control. Because after all, Dr. Fauci knows what Americanism means and you're supposed to have the ownership over your own body. But these are bigger times, and you must become the experiment to save the life of these scum roaches that put in this Marxist mafia, right, Pickleface? The, the outlook is not at all a sure thing in the court system. Is there any thought of backing off of that and trying to avoid, you know, all the outcry against it? Yeah, but, you know, Andrew, we, we really have to get people vaccinated. I mean, I understand, and we all understand how people do not like to be told what to do. They want to make their own choice and their own free will. I get that and I respect that. But, but these are unusual times. and They are unusual times. And this is the time you must stand up for America, for yourself, for the principles of this nation. You are not mortgaged to anybody in this country. You do not give up your right over your person, over your opinion to anybody in this country. You are not but a tool of some imaginary society where you are but a slave to the masters of Fauci, of Biden, of the Marxist mafia. You're an American. You better start acting like one. Or before you know it, the whole damn country is going to look like the sewer hellholes they reside over, whether it's New York, New Jersey, the sewer of Chicago, or California. I hear he's on book tour. Hmm, that's nice. Write a book for children's books. Writing a book on children. And the whole time, they're turning our kids into what? Willful, ignorant slaves. And the parents better stand up for the kids because God knows there is not an adult in this government willing to stand up for the principles this country was founded on.
is supposed to stand for and is definitely supposed to protect the citizens against this kind of abuse. Instead, they implement it. 312-642-5600. Oh, come on. I was in Miami last week. Uh, I'm going to tell you right now, there was a time when if your child was given an aspirin by a teacher, the parents would go crazy. It was always the Oak Park moms. All 235 with the, with the open-toed shoes. All, no toenail polish. All go crazy. How could you give my child an aspirin? Now, you'll sit there and shut up as they put this experiment in your kid's arms. By the way, did you know, I'll bet you didn't because you don't read everything. There's no way you could. It turns out there's an explosion in new heart conditions among the young. But don't worry. Doctors have issued, it's just merely post-pandemic stress disorder. That's why your heart is big. That's why you got blood clots. It has nothing to do with the experiment. Nothing. It's fine. By the way, we're going to give it to the kids. They're going to get pizza, though. It's going to, it's going to be a fair change. They're going to love it. Uh, Teresa, on the north side. Hey, Sean. Um, I haven't gotten the vaccine. I will never get the vaccine. And the only way I would try any kind of vaccine or treatment is if I had nothing left to lose. In other words, I was well, stage four. I'm out of here. Well, and here's the it. thing. I would be for it if, it, if, if, if they let me come to the conclusion. Right away, I could spot the con. It was a con from day one. It's a con now. Yeah. On day 385, yeah. it's a con. It's a clear yeah. con. And now here's, it, here's the other thing. How could you force people into this? You're mandating right. they're going to lose their job. You're making people make decisions by extortion. This is the most exactly. anti-American time in this country's history. And you have the audacity to give it to kids when your own news reports, even the ones now you've hidden the adverse effects of hundreds of thousands. I don't care yep. if it's one thousand. I don't care if it's one. It needs to be looked at. Now you're you're giving it to kids for pizza. This gives right. you the mindset of what we're dealing with. Yeah, it does. Thank you. Thank you very yes, much, Teresa. I appreciate it. Dave in Downers Grove. Hey, Sean. You know, I mentioned that guy to a friend today. And he said, well, you don't know how the vaccine works. It's supposed to prevent you from getting really sick. And I said, you know what? You can't verify. They, they always come up with something you can't actually verify. It's arguing a negative. It's arguing a negative. Right. It's like saying if you would have only married your prom date, you would have hit the lottery. Well, how the hell do you know? That's well, exactly the well, kind well, of comparison. That's, well, that's, no, here's a good comparison, Sean. Because you're in a, you were in the corporate world. They always say women make less than men. There's no way to verify that either. <laughs> yeah, not where I'm from. Not where I'm from, they don't, Dave. In fact, women make a hell of a lot more than men. But the last thing this Marxist mafia needs is independent thought or thought at all. They want to spew their BS. And the thing about their constituents, most of whom who pretend to be so patriotic, who identify like every adversary, every adversary this country fought a war against. We fought a war against Vietnam. They call themselves Democrat Socialists. We fought a war against the, the National Worker Socialist Party. They call themselves National Worker Socialists. We fought a war against the Moscow communist misfits. They nominate them to be in charge of our currency, and they stick them in judge positions. And in the meantime, when it comes to their greatest weapon, the government invested Fauci flu. They keep moving, moving the information and changing their story. Is it a matter now of when, not if, the definition of fully vaccinated changes? 
You know, my own personal opinion, Kate, is what you said is correct. It's going to be a matter of when, not if. It's whenever he says it is. It's whenever this pickle-faced moron, this conniving bastard, says it is. And can I see where your investments are held, doctor? How about you and your wife? Nah, you're not going to like them. Oh, okay. What are you worth that you worked for the government for 50 years? What's your net worth? Oh, between 5 and $15 million. How the hell did that happen, doc? Because you're a whore bought and paid for by every farm, big pharma lobbyist and every dirty deal you could get your filthy, grimy hands on. You should have used some of it for one of those rhinoplasties. Craig in Mount Greenwood. Uh, hey, it's Sean. Thanks for taking my call. Listen, you know it's a sham. I know it's a sham. It's, the evidence is building up with all adverse events and all of the, like, the proof that um, there's all kinds of things out there, like the ivermectin and the hydrochloric that works in there's going to come a time, and I'm, it's mountain fast, evidence and everything, and the, the stuff that we're hurting. Uh, just, uh, Craig, we got a bad connection, brother. You're calling me on a soup can. But it's interesting, the point that he brought up. You remember when ivermectin, oh, it's for horses. That was a lie, because that's all they know how to do, lie, cheat, and steal. What happened to uh, hydrochloroquine? Oh, the, all, all Trump had to do was say hydrochloroquine. There's no more of that anymore. Sure, it's been around for 50, 60 years. Too bad he didn't say antidepressants. Maybe we could get some of the nation back that they've turned into vegetables. And in the meantime, they're waiting for their marijuana dispensary check. This is something you're going to have to figure out and you're going to have to fix by rejecting it based on the principles that you are supposed to live by. You are the king of your body, of your castle, of your decisions. Not to be intimidated, extorted, threatened, clearly when you know that it is an outright fraud. We understand this patient is self-isolating and health officials are working on contact tracing as we speak. Now on Tuesday, we spoke with Dr. Mary Hayden, who is the co-principal investigator at Rush University Medical Center's Regional Innovative Public Health Laboratory. She is part of the team that discovered the first case of the Omicron variant here in Chicago. Contract tracing is what leads to the camps in Australia. It's what leads to the shutdowns. The idea that you let these morons treat people who want their freedom as if they were somehow doing harm to the citizenry and ignore the fact that a fully vaccinated with a booster not only caught it, but is spreading it. Maybe the problem is you're selling people on a vaccine that isn't really a vaccine. 312-642-5600. I'll take your calls when I get back. I remember the first time I spoke to Jeff Mordock. I love the name. And uh, it intrigued me. The Washington Times is an intriguing outlet for, for news. Jeff Mordock is covering the White House. He's a reporter for the Washington Times. And you've written some very interesting things, Jeff. I want to thank you very much for joining me. And, uh, well, thanks for I having me, Sean. I remember as, uh, you know, you learn about the economy when you're a kid. You think everything is on the up and up and everything's fair. And then you realize just how orchestrated so much of our economy is. And you realize that the government has been lobbied and has been bribed. And they have all kinds of special penalties and ticky-tack items so that the consumer has very limited options. Now, these are called tariffs. I have been firmly against them since I passed an Econ 101 class. It seems that the vast majority of our government today runs on this manipulated economy. Is the Biden administration worse or better than the previous? 
when it comes to tariffs, it is actually surprisingly worse uh, because they are running around doing these tariffs and increasing them at behest of the union. So they're really not looking out for what the American people want. They're looking out for what the unions want. And that's sort of the problem in the story I did about the tariff on um, trucking chassis, that this was a way to reward the trucking unions by slapping this extensive tariff on um, chass- trucking chassis that come in from China. Now we don't have enough trucking chassis, and it's a simple fix to the supply chain. It's not going to totally fix the supply chain, but it will help. And the Biden administration doesn't want to do that because then it's going to frustrate the unions. And they still want to keep their reputation as the most pro-union administration in history. And the reality is that um, as you look at their green energy movement, it's not as altruistic as it would appear. In fact, it looks like there is nothing but incentives, subsidies, specifically to union electric vehicle manufacturers to the tune of Mm -hmm. two-thirds what they are to non-union electric vehicle manufacturers. So it's not really the electric vehicles they're interested in saving the environment. It's the phony scam of pretending that GM is really a car company versus a quasi-government payoff scheme to organized mafia labor called unions. Well, that's that's what I find so interesting is that... um, they want to give. They, they want to push electric. Everybody needs to be an electric car. By right? half the population needs to be driving electric cars by 2050. We all need to have electric cars, and then there, there, there's a way that they could make driving electric cars easy easier by increasing the tax incentives you get. Not that they really help, but it's a way to promote it to the public. And it's fascinating. But they won't. If you're not in a union shop, you get a, a, a significantly. If if your car was made in a non-union shop and somebody goes to buy it, you get a significantly smaller tax decrease. So it's a mixed message here. If you care that much about the environment, as you say you do, why does rewarding people who hire union labor matter that much? It's really a, it's really a frustrating thing. You know what I mean, Jeff? Because I, I, I want it to work. I want our economy to work. I want it to have integrity. I want it to be beneficial for the consumer and for the people who produce the products that the consumer wants. But when you realize that these governments are pretty much political whores who have been bought and sold, and the reality is the Biden administration is saving a, an entity in private sector labor extortion that was on its way out prior to the Biden administration, private sector, uh, a labor extortion called unions was at its lowest point in the last 50 years because the economy was able to produce competition that was best for the actual people that were working and for the consumer. Is it going to be that we are just in this battle because it is ideologically politicized versus based in fact of what makes a better economy? No, it's ideologically politicized. If you look, for example, I'm sure you've noticed in the past couple of months how many strikes we've had. You know, Kellogg's, um, uh, Hollywood was going to go on a strike. We, yeah. All these strikes that we've been talking about for the last couple of months, we haven't heard that talk since the 70s. And the reason we're hearing that kind of talk is because we have this pro-union administration coming in with their political agenda. And now workers are, especially workers in unions, they're feeling emboldened. And that the cost, the cost of that shutdown, the cost because, you know, usually management caves and they give the union something. 
all of that's going to be passed on to us. So when you're wondering why, you know, in addition to inflation, why cereal is costing so much more, it's because the Kellogg's workers went on strike. You know, my position is not just philosophical. I worked in the unions. I'm well-versed in how it actually works. And I couldn't help but notice how similar it was to the Soviet pitch, to the Third Reich pitch. It's always the worker party and the same yada, yada, yada. So when I saw the nomination of the Moscow misfit, uh, I don't even know, how do you say it, Solomon Omorodov or whatever the hell she is, a Soviet, a graduate from Moscow University. I try not to pronounce it for that reason. I mean, I'm, I, I don't want to celebrate the fact that this communist sympathizer, if I'm kind, communist participant party member, if I'm aware of the facts, is, has re- withdrawn her, her nomination. I'm angered and outraged that they would even nominate this Moscow misfit for a position in our currency, of all things. It, it, the only saving grace you can take out of that is that her nomination was sunk by some Democrats, that she did not get widespread support among Democrats. And that's ultimately why the president had to pull the nomination. If you're looking for a silver lining, that's probably it, that even Democrats thought this woman was too radical for them, which I think speaks volumes. We've noticed for years, well, really it has been years since Joe Biden launched his nomination, everyone knew that he was feeble. Everybody knew he had suffered from, from aneurysms. We watched him as a vice president and his failures and his foibles. It's a walking punchline. So when he ran, you knew he was going to get favorable coverage. Is it true that the White House officials pushed for a favorable Biden coverage in a secret meeting with news outlets that you broke this story? Yes, or? that is that that is correct. That. Uh, there's been three, and, and forgive me, my dog is barking. No, I love dogs. Let that I son apologize. of a gun bark. Hopefully he's barking at a Democrat. Go. <laughs> it's a little miniature schnauzer. Um, but, yes, to answer your question, that is true. There's three top White House officials, and what they've been doing is they've been going around Washington, meeting with major news outlets to complain about the media coverage, specifically focused on economic news, unemployment news, and the supply chain crisis, making the argument that these things are not as bad as the media is presenting them. And I think it's really interesting that it shows where the media is, this media that sort of taped together Joe Biden for a year to get him elected. And for the most of his, for the first part of his administration, has been propping him up and propping up this administ- what this administration has been saying to them. And They've lost credibility because of that. A lot of them have lost credibility because of that. And now they're starting to dial it back. They're starting to scale back. And the administration is looking at it and they're saying, hey, what happened here? We were supposed to get this favorable coverage and now we're not. And it's really interesting to me that they wrote in here on this favorable coverage. Now it's shifting a little bit and they're looking around like what happened? We saw yesterday. Um, what appeared to be a meeting between our cardboard cutout president and Rutin Tutin Vladimir Putin. It turns out that that was actually a release from Russian news. Our news outlets were cut completely out of that meeting. Does that not play into kind of the narrative that this moron has been so protected, if we ever were to see what's behind the curtain, there would be chaos in the streets as people would demand he be removed? Well, it, 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 what's concerning is that we got more information out of what happened from Russia than we did from the United States. We did not get a video clip from the United States. Um, Russia did. Russia issued um, a, a much lengthier readout uh, than this administration. And that's not the first time that's happened. 
when he has calls with foreign leaders, I always look at the readout from the other nations. They're always much more detailed than what we get. It's not just unique to the Putin situation. He's done that with Boris Johnson and other world leaders. You know, when you see the nomination of, of uh, or the nomination of Gigi Son, she has been a long time, you know, socialist sympathizer. I mean, she looks like Meyer Lansky in drag. But aside from that, she's going to attack the First Amendment. She's going to come after news outlets that go against government-sponsored media. It is it is a crying shame that our media, which is supposed to be the the fourth pillar of integrity, is unfortunately being co-opted by political parties. I mean, I want to thank you and the Washington Times for holding true to fact and for going after these stories with the kind of uh, integrity that, that's needed. I mean it. I, I, I find you to be an invaluable source. And, uh, Jeff Mordock, I really appreciate you coming on. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me, Sean. I'm always, always, always enjoy coming on. Anytime you want me, I'm always available. Now, here's a question before I let you go. Do you have the gray mm-hmm. schnauzer or is it the black one? Which one did you get? It's a chocolate schnauzer. Oh, he's it's chocolate. A black chocolate schnauzer. You know, now, I've had guy. schnauzers all my life. So I've had the gray and white schnauzers, but this is the first time I've had a chocolate schnauzer. And honestly, he's just a little darker. Other than that, there's no difference. I had a Boston Terrier, my boy Mo Dids. He's not with us anymore, but his urn is befitting of a king. You'd be very proud. It's on the mantle. I love him. But I always thought about getting the giant schnauzer because that son of a gun's like a sawed-off shotgun. You never have to cock. He's ready to go. Oh yeah, he's they're they're full of energy. I've never when I was a little boy, my dream was to have a miniature standard and giant schnauzer. That dream never came to fruition. But well, it's uh, not over yet, Jeff. I, and you keep it up, buddy. You'll be able to afford that in a fifteen thousand square foot house because you should be the highest paid reporter there. I appreciate you coming on, brother. Thanks, Sean. You have a great evening. You too. We'll take your calls and comments when I get back. <laughs> So when I was talking, it is, it is astonishing how, how few people want to report the fact that we were given a release of Russian news. There was no American news involved in reporting on what we appear to be a meeting between the feeble, flaccid, diaper-wearing dimwit and rootin' tootin' Putin. Jonathan, you were frustrated yesterday uh, by uh, the press being kept out. Yeah, I mean, we just played footage from Russian state TV, the Kremlin, of the initial moments of that mm-hmm. call with Vladimir Putin greeting Joe Biden and Joe Biden giving him a sort of over the This has happened Hello. before. It has. Uh, so do you, you know, it, it always fascinated me how the Madigan mafia, the Democrat mafia that destroyed Chicago, how it was able to operate in the shadows when we supposedly had all of these investigative reporters. And then you find out that Andy Shaw's daughter went to go work for Barack Obama right out of law school. Because they're, they're human beings as well. They're bought and paid for. How else could you have this successful, true government tyranny, corruption, a 50-year political whore like Joe Biden? Because he has been protected by a Goebbels-like propaganda machine. And it is out 
outrageous. You know, the White House press did not have access to yesterday's. Why not? Uh, to yesterday's meeting. The, what they had was not closed press. And, it, and normally, something like this, as you well know, uh, you, there's the, what's called a spray. And the press pool comes spray. in and sees the top of the meeting. We're not, of course, don't anticipate, we're not going to sit there for all two hours. But, you know, you'd be there for a few minutes. You see the, the two men greet each other, whatever it might be. The President Biden perhaps addresses us. And that didn't happen. And the White House at, why has no spray? Moved. They didn't say publicly why not. They did two weeks ago when he had his video conference with President Xi of China. The press pool was allowed in for that because he is unable to fulfill the obligation of the office he is a senile demented political whore who's not only bought and sold by russia china ukraine and every other adversary of america not to forget the taliban but he is incapable of performing the job and the american people deserve better and joe biden needs to be impeached today it's outrageous outrageous tom in blue island Sean, great, uh, great interview uh, about Amarova. What I want to know is there has to be a name of a person that nominates this person. You know, the media is going crazy saying it's all Republicans are racist and sexist and talking about her past. That woman didn't. She did not walk back any of her past. She's a communist. Nominated her. Who do you and, th- and these are all Obama. What? These are all Obama's infrastructure. Right. These people, this is the Obama Soviet infrastructure. People are forgetting about the Saul Olinsky student this moron was, qualified to do nothing, yet all of his people were young enough to still move forward. Joe Biden is a shill, a facade of a man. Right. He is simply there as a, as a fixture. What operates behind him is the American Marxist Mafia. And they are hell-bent right. on subversion and destroying our nation. It is outrageous. And until the American people stand up and say enough is enough, after all, you sat there while the government took away your business, took away your freedom, imprisoned you, put you in house arrest, wouldn't let you go see your relatives. Now they're giving your children an experiment for pizza. What the hell is it going to take before the people stand up and demand better and re- reject this kind of open and notorious incompetence, fraud, and corruption? I appreciate the call. Unreal. We'll be back after this. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merc, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. I was doing some reading today, and I want to do a little research. Since the beginning, since the first time Americans heard the word COVID-19, we have printed up and pumped out $11 trillion. $11 trillion. When you realize the way in which it's been orchestrated and how the massive, massive amounts have gone to pay off political oligarchs. The people that got the money, I mean, they bought you people off with $1,400 here and there because what they understand is the people that are willing to sit idly by are cheap. The real expensive whores are the ones on Wall Street, are the corporations that have invested on K Street, a place where there is never such a thing as a recession or a pullback. That's where pay-to-play lives and breathes and grows. 
as they continue to lie to the American people, to pretend in this witchcraft of socialism, this altruistic utopia that these political whores who've done nothing in their life, nothing in their life, as they continue to promise it's going to be great if we just allow them to print and cast us into debt and always, always make sure we're teetering on bankruptcy, which we are completely. This country is bankrupt. Strongest country, my derriere. We're just the one that runs on the biggest lie, the biggest fraud. Whenever I want to talk about lies or fraud, I give us Botox post-op Pelosi. She's got the every she's been touched up and pumped up in all the right places. And she's continuing to fluff the story of the so-called build back better questions. Let me see. What about you? You decide. Get off the table. Look forward to how this plays out here. Now you'll have to strain to hear him. He's got his double mask on. Nancy, she doesn't need one. She doesn't want to, you know, bring tension away from those Botox lips. So she's going to answer about how fast they're going to pump in, or try to stick through this build back bankruptcy better. Mm-hmm. Yes. We have to. Uh, they, they will, as I mentioned, they, the Senate will deal with the process in a couple of days. I mean, you have to ask them about She's their schedule. But when they do that, only then can they move forward with voting on lifting the debt ceiling. Then they'll send it back to us. And we will send it to the president. I think she's got one of those caramel nips stuck to a denture. You know how the, the old people love the nips? I like the nips, too. But when they get stuck to their plastic dentures, they can't feel it. And, I, you know, I think of their caps. I'm sure it's stuck to that cap because she's got something in her mouth. Bring bring that back? back? From where? Build back better. Build back where are they going that we're calling them back? Well, we're, we hopefully we'll have this done before then. That would be my hope. But we have to, we have to do the the uh, defense bill. We have to do the process. The defense. Oh God! Shut up, you dimwit! Shut up! You're going to jam it through before the Christmas break. That's what you're trying to say, you feeble morphodite. But Senator Kernan was on uh, MSNBC, and I like every once in a while there'll be an economic reporter. That'll have the testicle fortitude to call things the way they really are. This is a pro-growth uh, proposal. And just paid for. Senator, do you, you know that in your heart of hearts, you know that one-year programs aren't going to be just one year. And, and I, I know, I know said, in my I'll heart just, of hearts. I know I, in my I, heart I know of hearts. You said I'll just accept the CBO. So you know that the CBO, is, is there's a way that you can do it. They're give, it's GIGO. They're giving garbage in, garbage out. But, but you know that the, the actual cost is going to be much higher. And you've also seen some of the polls about that people want, you know, at this point, there's less government. The country's in the wrong direction. You you see the Democrats' chances in 2022 based on this. It just seems like you're going down, you know, by hook or crook in a a sinking ship just just to stay along, you know, aligned, aligned with the party instead of what might be good for the country. Because they're bribed to do so. They call it contributions. Nancy the dimwit Pelosi sits in that position not because she has a firm grasp of the issues, but because this political whore has raised over a billion dollars in campaign contributions. That's what Nancy's good at, closer to $2 billion. 
They sit in this position because they need to print up this money to pay off their friends. You see, that's what it's all about. As we were talking to Jeff Mordock, you know how many people still do not know that there is a 25% tariff on non-union-made trucks? 25% tariff on the pickup trucks, on the box trucks, and all the rest of it. That's so they can pretend that Ford and GM is a car company rather than a pay-to-play scheme to the organized labor mafia called the UAW. It's nice to see that in the green energy movement that this dimwit in diapers, both Nancy and Joe, it fits both of them, is promoting in this bring bankruptcy back bill. It's nice to see that there are some companies, some electric vehicle companies, that are owned by people who at least have the integrity to call it what it is. It's a pay-to-play bill that we'd all be better off if it never, ever passes. (laughs) Hi, Elon. How are you? Good. How are you? So we'll start right here in Washington, D.C., where everyone is talking about the infrastructure plan and the bill. And um, I wanted to ask you, say tomorrow you get a phone call from Joe Biden and he says... (laughs) I think that's unlikely, but sure. (laughs) You know, he he just gives you a call and he says, you know, I haven't been talking a lot about Tesla lately, but, you know, what what do you need from this bill? What are your needs? What do you answer him? Um, well, I, I, I mean, to be totally frank, I'm, I, I, I don't know if we, at least no, no one at Tesla has actually brought up whether they, they care about this bill or not. I, I think if this bill happened or didn't happen, I, I, I don't know. We don't think about it at all, really. Okay. It, um, it might be better. Honestly, it might be better if the, if the bill doesn't pass. Um, cause we've spent so much money, uh, you know. It's like the, the, the federal budget deficit is insane. Um, you know, it's like $3 trillion. Federal uh, expenditures are $7 trillion. Uh, federal revenue is $4 trillion. That's a $3 trillion uh, difference. And uh, if this was a company, it would be a $3 trillion loss. So uh, I don't know if we should be adding to that loss. That seems pretty crazy. Um, something's got to give. In the bring bankruptcy backed Biden plan, in subsidies goes to electric vehicles if, if you buy the phony UAW-made ones. You get $12,500. See, that's the way they can sell these $100,000-plus Humvees, and they're even their junk, the ones with the little wheels like like go-karts. They're $48,000. So they're trying to bring that down and subsidize you with the 0% financing and all the rest of the BS that they give people tax credits and incentivize, which means the other people are paying for it in order to pump out these junks. When in the meantime, Elon has built a car that I necessarily don't agree with. Believe me, I don't. His subsidies that I was outraged for were $4,500. If you were in California, it was more because of California's abuse of their citizens. But even Elon knew it was time to get out of California. And the reality is this industry, this government, this sham cannot exist if it is not completely underwritten by the innocent people who choose not to be conned. They're extorted instead. So my proposal is very simple. Let's call this country what it is. The United Extorted States of what used to be America. Is that too long? Curious. 312-642-5600. 
It's either that or the United Soviet States of America. I think that one's a little shorter. It's catchy, but we better change the name because this isn't the America we knew. This isn't the America we grew up with. This isn't the America our ancestors fought for. This is an America that's been subverted by the Marxist mafia, represented by the facade of a man, Joe Biden, and his cohorts of destruction. I'll take your calls and comments when I get back. I think the the article that's stated today in the paper of uh, Zero Hedge is um, what set me off is that since 2018, Democrats view socialism more favorably than capitalism. Gallup poll taken this week. And uh, it's been taken every year since 2018. And since 2018, those numbers have gone up because I think Americans have been browbeat, lied to, frauded so much that they think this system works. This system does not work. The Joe Biden America that he will produce will leave us all with a quality of life we don't want. It will all be worse unless you're in on it. Now, if you're a recipient of this corruption, it's like the sewer of Chicago. Then you'll be fine. You'll be able to live in the building with the security. You'll be able to afford the, the, the neighborhood where the police can patrol because Lori Lightfoot lives on it and other aldermen and the rest of it. But for the people as a whole, you suffer under it. And the only way to correct it is through recognizing it and through demanding that bills like this are killed. Let's call it aborted. Let's abort the bring back better. I think that's a good way we could phrase it. Megan Orland Park. Hey, Sean, two things. Um, on a personal note, every day, every time I hear you talk, I find that we have more things in common. Um, I have a schnauzer, and down the street is a giant schnauzer, and they play together. But that's just something I wanted to share with you. But I also wanted to talk to you about the Biden-Putin um, virtual meeting, if you will. I kept thinking as I was looking at Biden. Do they have, like, some sort of a buzzer? Do they buzz him as he starts to fall asleep? And then do they have something in his ear, like, saying, hey, Joe, this is what you need to say now? Well, one thing's for sure, it was a facade, right? And and, and the reality is that what you saw was a snippet of seconds that was given to you by Russian television. They did not allow American reporters to go in. And, 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 And the reason is, it's obvious. And you saw today him try to speak in Kansas uh, we have Misty loading some clips now. It is it is atrocious. And the reality is this man needs to be removed for the simple fact he's incapable and unfit and unable to perform the duties of anything. But in particular, the leader of the free, well, it's not the free world anymore. You just heard Fauci tell you, you those days are over. So I, I, unless, if you're waiting for Democrats to have a standard, you're going to wait a long time. You see what they've done in New York, New Jersey, Chicago, Philadelphia, San Francisco, everywhere else. That they control. There are no standards among the voters. Thank you very much, Megan, for the call. I truly appreciate it. But at least when you have the richest man in the world, when you have somebody who has companies that survive on people's enthusiasm for what it is he's creating, you may have enough people that are more interested in what Elon Musk has to say than political whores like Nancy Pelosi, like Kernan like Joe Biden, like pick a Democrat. Because the reality is, sooner or later, people are going to have to wake up to the fact that they're, what they're telling you 
is having real effects on small business, on real Americans. It's destructive, it's destroying, and it's corrupted. As ocean carriers, we're getting mixed messages on this front. On the one hand, for example, the administration is pressing us to get our customers to come to the ports and pick up their cargo so that we can get it out of the way and move additional cargo. At the same time, we have a House bill and an expected Senate bill that would restrict the ability to use detention and demurrage incentives to get that job done. As another example of the mixed messages, we're being told by the administration that we must put empty containers on outbound ships in order to clear the ports. Again, at the same time, the proposed legislation in both chambers would say that we have to load all export boxes before we can load empties. So we're getting mixed messages on that on that front as well. It could be one of two reasons. Number one, they simply want to fine you for doing what they tell you to do. Number two, it could be, it could be, it's just, just a stretch here, that the people in the positions that are making the decisions for this country never successfully operated anything, never achieved anything in the private sector, that the way in which they became multi, multi-millionaires was through corruption that we call government that has become commonplace. I had a friend of mine call me today. You all know her. She's a wonderful, wonderful woman, and she's running for Congress. Her name is Stephanie Trussell. And she called me today, and she was talking about how she's running, and she has to go to these functions, and she has to meet all these people, and she has to raise all this money, because in order to run for Congress, it's extremely expensive. Now, is that the game that was intended to be operational in this country of representation of a representative republic, where the only way you could run for office is if you had benefactors and you could raise four and five million dollars to run for Congress. Or is this the the schematic for corruption, for a pay-to-play system that is systemically full of fraud? Because what they know is all they need is a couple good Congress people, birthing persons, to cut these phony bills, thousands of pages that none of them read in order to get this special carve-out to special interests that is obvious pay-to-play scheme. These Congress people are not kicking out this build-back-better-bring-back-bankruptcy BS for any other reason other than to pay off their contributors. That's what it is. They've managed to eke out an industry that could not exist because it works, called green energy. It doesn't work. Those aren't magic holes in the wall. That comes from somewhere, morons. It's because of the special interest and the billions and hundreds of billions, and now we're in the trillions, that will be scammed from the American people through the lies and deception of political whores and pimps. And until we can change that root system of shutting down and boarding up K Street... We should turn the Democrat base of looter scum onto K Street instead of the Mag Mile, instead of Beverly Hills, instead of Manhattan. Maybe then we can straighten out things. But if we're going to continue to allow these frauds who are invested in our foreign adversaries, we do not have a congressperson that hasn't received money from China. What, but a handful? Senators, they own them. The Republican leadership is married 
to a Chinese oligarch. Hello? Maybe Mitch McConnell should be grabbed by that baby face, jowls, old lady face, and dragged out of leadership in the Republican Party. Because in the meantime, he's working behind closed doors with the gargoyle Chucky Schumer to pass all this BS because his father-in-law gets rich. And he gets rich, and he can pretend his wife loves him because he looks like a man. None of which is true. 312-642-5600. I'll take your calls when I get back. You know, yesterday, Pearl Harbor Day. Today is the 41 years ago John Lennon was shot. Democrats, all of them. Um, but it's it's funny when you get these, these um, emails from guys who were in our military and who stick up for the Marxist mafia. I wonder if they know how fracking stupid they are that they've adopted the philosophy. All of the adversaries that America went to war with, it is the ultimate stupidity and hypocrisy. And that's why I don't give just this open uh, virtue to occupations. Because I don't care what branch of the military you were in. If you support this feeble fascist, this obvious corrupt oligarch Marxist party, you're a scumbag. But I'll tell you who's not. Sal on the south side. Hi, Sal. Hey, how you doing? Good. You're you know, a lobbying expert. Was, yeah, well, briefly, here's what I have to, you know, I grew up probably around a lot of the same people you did back in the day. Sure. And I decided, you know, Scarface came out, the ending didn't look good, so I went a different pattern and nice. became a stockbroker, and then things, yeah, I was seven, I was an ROP, and I uh, got out of that, went back into the music business, and then got into the internet industry really early on. 94, 93, 94, 95. And Good for you. Was lobbying, I was lobbying. Uh, well, I refuse to believe that most of these ignorant slobs that went to college were any smarter than me, and they weren't. You know, I got thrown out of three out of the five high schools that I went through, and I still wound up with more than most of them. So it, sure. it had nothing to do with education. It had to do with I wanted to learn that I thought would do me some good in life. Uh-huh. So I'm lobbying, and there was a group uh, – that we were weak enough at the time to allow Marky, I believe, and then the other putts from Washington, they sponsored a bill, and it was uh, part of the Small Webcasters Act that's gone back 15, 16, 17 years. And we sit down with the head, the, the, the head of the Judiciary Committee at the time, that, that slob from Vermont, what's his name? Uh, Bernie Sanders. Uh, no, no, the other, the other scumbag. The, the fake Indian? Uh, he's, still, he's still there. He's still there. Bald guy with glasses. Um, oh, I know what you're talking about. There. I can't think of his name. I'll get it though. Go ahead. Yeah, he's retired here, so he's finally they're finally throwing him out. And uh, we sit down, and we are already feuding with Mark Cuban because Mark Cuban was basically Mr. Haney. He was selling broken toasters to anybody who would listen, so he can wipe everybody out, get the royalty rates where he needed them, so he can make his 5.7 billion out of Yahoo. So we got Marky and this other guy. Uh, from Washington, who thought who we thought were arguing on our behalf, along with Microsoft, Real Networks, and a bunch of others. Turns out they were all bought and paid for, yeah. along with this guy in Vermont to Leahy. destroy us. Patrick Leahy. Yeah, Leahy. Patrick Leahy. Bingo. So we're sitting there in a meeting, and I'm with a couple people. I'm with uh, Watchman, the kid who founded uh, Pandora. And okay. I told her, I said, look, man, you got to have some other plans because I'm telling you, they're going to wipe you out. They're going to wipe us out. This is all just for show. We sit down at the meeting. He, Leahy looks at his assistant, looks at his watch. He says, are these the AOL people? 
And he goes, no, no, sir, no, sir. He says, oh, okay, well, we have a minute here. We were already discounted and thrown out the door before we even had a chance to give our position. So I, I look at the guys, I'm like, good luck, man, I'm out of here. I walked out of the meeting because I knew it was already bought and paid for. It was done. We didn't have a chance in hell. Sal, when you see it up close like that, when you get even even fractionally involved, you realize what an absolute corrupted system this whole damn thing is. And the way in which they write these multi-thousand-page bills and the ambiguity is specifically to provide payoffs to the people who gave them political campaign That's all they're doing. And you know what the sick part of this is? Look, we ain't got a monopoly on this crap. Every country, everybody does, but yet they want to sit here and destroy the entire system. Don't destroy it. Fix it. Stop allowing it to happen. Snap out of it. Understand that a lot of these people who are talking for you, they're selling you. They sold you, like you said earlier. You got people got twelve hundred dollars, fourteen hundred dollars. Guess what? You got sold for twelve to fourteen hundred bucks. They just made two trillion dollars off yeah. of your useless existence. And then you're gonna complain and fight the very people who tried to make sure that didn't happen to you, because you're gonna protect the slave owner. The one that sold you down the drain for twelve hundred bucks. It's Sal, insane. The tell the truth. You listen to the show, don't you? You sounded like me there. Only if, with a cold. No, no, you no, sounded I've been, good. I've been, like this, I've been like this since kindergarten. I love it. <laughs> it's amazing we didn't go to school together. Sal, thanks for the call, brother. I appreciate it. And that's the problem. You're used to it. You're used to it. So every once in a while, you have an opportunity to point out some of the fun that they must have with each other. The political whores there. This is required or requested by this chairman and the Democrat majority. It's outrageous. I yield to the ranking member. I appreciate the gentleman yielding. I would just uh, we've heard from the other side. The gentleman from Rhode Island said this is ridiculous. The gentlelady from Pennsylvania said it's false. It's a conspiracy theory. Well, if all that's true, why have 17 states left the National School Board Association? Exactly. If all that's true, why did the National School Board Association apologize for the letter that was the catalyst for all of this? I, I think that's a pretty obvious question that a lot of people would kind of want to know the answer to. And if and if Mr. Garland says they're not doing it, why is the national security? Division? These are the questions we need to ask. But unfortunately, the Democrats won't let it happen. I yield back to the gentleman. Appreciate his. I thank the ranking member. Yield the gentleman of Florida. I would just say it's quite rich to hear the folks that brought you the Russia hoax talk about conspiracy theories. Maybe in a few years, Mr. Swalwell will want to bring up the Russia hoax as a cold case. Swalwell is the guy with, that was gassy on national television. He ripped one during a Sunday show. Swalwell is the one that was sleeping with the real-life Matahari, a Chinese spy. Swalwell is the one that, uh, I can't feel my face, Nancy Pelosi, put in charge of an intelligence committee. So now we could talk about the committees and how exactly do you get on the committees. Do you know how? Anybody? Anybody? You in the back? It's not because of expertise. It's because you raise enough money that you buy it from the DNC and from the GOP. That's how we get these so-called experts on committees. After all, how else do you think Maxine Waters is on a financial committee? She couldn't balance a checkbook if somebody helped her. She's a moron, but her husband owns a bank. He gets some of the first bailout, and that bank is still thriving. It is time as the opposition to the Marxist mafia. If you want to call yourself a Republican, if you want to call yourself a Libertarian, if you want to call yourself an Independent, it's time you recognize and demand, demand for righteousness and rip out this corrupt system that only exists on a pay-to-play scheme that they call contributions. 
If you're going to ch- change the Ponzi scheme, you got to break it. 312 642 5600. All right, I've got to do a uh, food for the poor. But when I see that Solomon is on the phone line, we always take Solomon. Even if he's not necessarily on topic, I still find him invaluable, as I do all of you, unless, of course, you supported the Duchess of Chaffington. Hillary Clinton voted for Barack Obama or think Joe Biden in diapers is capable of tying shoes. Then not so much. But if your name is Solomon, I take you. How are you, my friend? How are you, Sean? Very good, very good. Now tell me something, because okay, so, you're on to something I don't know about. Yeah, so I just saw an article in the L.A. Times that said that uh, the Surgeon General of the, of the United States, Dr. Vivek Murthy, um, who, by the way, is no Republican, as far as I'm aware, um, he said that there is a looming mental health crisis among kids that, like, you know, that attempted suicide among Young uh, among young girls is up fifty percent, uh, all because of these uh, of these darn COVID mandates. Absolutely, uh, yeah. This is something that never goes talked about. But if you have kids, and you've seen what you've done to their lives, what you've done to their character, see inherently, I believe people start out longing to be free people longing to have the, the, the property rights over their own body, and they're optimistic. It, we teach them how to become slaves, and it, it, it's going to have an adverse effect that should be talked about. But do you not find it ironic that this comes out now after a year and nine months of these moron fascist pigs telling you to strap that slave plate on your kids? It's disgraceful it and disgusting. Yeah, it's been that long. Thank you, brother. You know, I appreciate the calls, and thank you for keeping me up to speed. And the reason I didn't see that article is because I was reading one about dads that were arrested in September for speaking up at a school board meeting. We saw what had happened during the school board meetings. We saw how it was treated by the wing of the government that became the Stanzi, the Justice Department, my eye headed up by that ferret-faced Chicago Democrat rat Merrick Garland, how he weaponized the FBI using the Department of Injustice, or Department of Justice as it's formally known, as a Stanzi to the feeble Stasi, Stanzi, whatever, as a feeble fascist. So it was nice to see it explained properly. Yola, I I just want to reiterate what what the gentleman said. September 29th, the letter is sent to, to President Biden, uh, two days later, the person who signs the letter gets a plum position at the Department of Education. Miss Garcia does. Uh, three days later, Tim Langan, director of counterterrorism at the FBI, is already trying to figure out how they're going to implement what the school board association asked for. And October 4th, we get the actual memo from the attorney general saying treat parents the way they, they do. There's an accompanying press release that includes the National Security Division. The terrorism to getting involved with this. And then October 20th, because of a whistleblower, we know an email is sent out to FBI agents. That all happens in 22 days. In my time in government, I have never seen government move that fast. I mean, this is the federal government. It's the slowest thing in the world. When have you ever seen it move that fast? Which tells me they were coordinating this before they started. The Biden administration wanted to go after parents. They needed a pretext to do it. And oh, shazam, here comes a letter from the school boards association. And 22 days later, they're sending out a an email to agents around the country saying, treat parents as domestic terrorism, uh, terrorists 
You know what? It's not Stanzi or Stasi. It's Gestapo. I like that. That's what we're going to go with the Fourth Reich. And in the meantime, you could do something good for the kids in Haiti who live under the same kind of force, corruption, and intimidation. That's exactly what it is. So to me, you have an opportunity. $37 feeds one child for six months, 185 feeds six children, for five children for six months. Go to am560theanswer slash food for the poor. We're winning the morning show thanks to you. Keep it up. Any amount will do. I'll be back. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merck, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government with a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other. He's Sean Thompson, and this is The Sean Thompson Show. I'm so sick and tired of this, these moron Marxist mafia members destroying society. I'm really, I'm just sick and tired of it. It was about six weeks ago, six, eight weeks ago. You had an ex-Green Beret dye his hair pink, pretend he was a woman in MMA and beat the hell out of a woman in the ring. I don't know if any of you caught that. I highly recommend you go to YouTube and check it out. I found this was appropriate going into a Chicago story. Anyway, it happened again. Daily Mail, Fury as transgender U-Pen swimmer, 22 who used to compete as a man, smashed two U.S. women's records this weekend in a competition and finished one race 38 seconds, 38 seconds ahead of the actual females. Well, let's take a look. Leah Thomas, 22. It's a man, baby. Smashed uh, two swimming records in Akron, Ohio. Thomas won the 1,650 freestyle in a record time of 15, 59, and 71, beating the closest rival. See, it says her in here. I'm not reading it. It's a man, baby. That's exactly right. Destroying woman swimming. She left rivals floundering in a 500 freestyle, beating them by 14 seconds. It's a man, baby. And I will tell you something. It's disgraceful and despicable that we allow this as a society to happen rather than let this person know you're not actually a woman, pal. You're not a woman. So get out of the one piece and go over there and swim with the men. You're destroying everything. That leads me to our next mayor of Chicago. Smash and grab robberies surging in Chicago. But the mayor, Lori Lightfoot, blames retailers. you got to tell me more. She did. She blamed the retailers, and she should apologize for saying this. Some of the retailers downtown in Michigan Avenue, I will tell you, I'm disappointed that they're not doing more to take safety uh, and make it a priority. For example, we still have retailers that won't institute uh, plans like having security officers in their stores. Do you know why? Hey, you, in the man costume. Do you know why? Stupid. Because their insurance will drop them and they have absolute and total liability. See, because in society, the way it's supposed to work, in normal cities in normal places, not run by corrupt Democrat mafia scum such as yourself and your 50 thieves you call aldermen. Okay, 48. I'll give you two that aren't terrible. The law enforcement is supposed to be provided. 
and the way that business insurance works, stupid, is that if you have armed guards and a gun actually goes off and kills one of these roaches, that society is paying $28,000 to pretend they're in school, well, you're incentivizing the corruption and crime by rewarding it with your peanut head prosecutor, Kim Fox. That would make the store liable for suing, which is something you Democrat roaches love. Because that's the only way you can get rich under your system. You have to sue, or you have to be part of your mafia. That's why there's not security in stores, you moron. So the next time you're in the men's section, picking up one of those fancy costumes you call an outfit, take a, take a thought process of exactly how hard it is to stay in business, you roach. Well, you send in your, your, your foot soldiers to destroy the quality of life on what used to be called the Magnificent Mile. Uh, locking up uh, their merchandise at night. Chain- yeah. Let's lock up all the merchandise. Let's lock up all the merchandise. That's why you pay rent. That's why you have a security system that alerts the police, you moron. High-end bags, these purses seem to be something um, that is attracting a lot of attention on these organizations. It's Louis Vuitton's fault. I, I think we've cracked the case. This is clearly Louis Vuitton's fault. It's, it, the purse is luring the roach were blowing $28,000 a year pretending they can go to school and read and think and are human beings. It's, it's luring them to steal it, you moron. Every time you hear a Democrat talk, they just get dumber, more rotten, and I believe uglier. I think I'm safe in saying uglier. It's a man, baby. Wishes it was. As retail uh, theft units. We've heard Democrats say, no, this doesn't exist. We've heard them blame the retailers who are still trying to get back from the pandemic. They should do more. And what about those small mom and pops who are next to some of those? Do you know where this doesn't happen? It doesn't happen in Florida. Ooh, it doesn't. It doesn't happen in Texas. It doesn't happen in Republican-run areas. You know why? The roach, that would the would-be thief roach, knows they're going to be the ones that call the police. That's how it works in, in my neck of the woods. They know they're the ones that are going to have to worry because there, the law enforcement is backed up by the government instead of attacked by it. Larger, bigger chain so they can get the foot traffic. They're supposed to go out and hire security guards and spend all that money. And the fact that this is happening, not just in the bad areas like the south side of Chicago, but in the more affluent, the tourist areas and the hot spots, you got a major problem. And that's not the way to address it. Yeah, wait till later in the show when we tell you what's going on in Beverly Hills, California. We will get Same thing wherever there's Democrats. Maybe that drunk alderman for the city of Chicago, what's that drunk's name, Riley? Maybe that drunk has got some uh, ideas if he's not at Boss Bar pickling his face even more, huh? You Irish drunk? Disturbing trend on American streets made your city seeing a dramatic rise in carjackings. It's come to this. Mike Emanuel has more from Washington, D.C. as you look at the percentages in Chicago, New York, and D.C. Mike, good morning there. Bill, good morning to you. you. you, Aren't you flattered at the fact you're on national worldwide news and the stories start off with that sewer? The, 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 the joke, the punchline of America, Chicago, Crook County. Don't worry, we got some Republicans, right, Pete Silvestri, with that dog on your head? You're going to help things, aren't you, dummy? One expert blames the pandemic creating a perfect storm of conditions with unemployed, disenfranchised young people and proactive policing being cut back due to budget constraints. Here in Washington, this recent incident took place at a gas station in broad daylight, 3.39 in the afternoon. A car full of suspects pulls up alongside a silver Mercedes at the gas pump. Guns are ultimately drawn, and the owner then gives up the car. The trends in major cities are disturbing, according to the National 
Insurance Crime Bureau. In 2020, Chicago carjackings were up a staggering 134%, with 1,416 people being forcibly removed from their vehicle. Did they have a mask on? I wonder, if you get carjacked, can you ask to see a vaccination card? What will we do to keep these carjacking, store-robbing scum, known as the Democrat base, safe and healthy? I know. Let's experiment on our kids. This trend has continued in 2021, with Chicago seeing a 44% increase, Washington, D.C. up 45%, and New York an 81% increase. Whew, at least we're not New York. Could be worse. It is, it, is, it is something, a theme, that is happening over and over and over again. And what is the ultimate result? Those two issues are top of mind for small business owners in Q4. According to our survey, 75% of small business owners say they're experiencing higher supply costs. That's up from 70% last quarter. Among those who are facing rising costs, nearly 4 in 10 say that they're raising prices to offset those costs. Another 39% told us that they're planning to raise prices if costs continue to increase. 58% say that they're being hit by supply chain disruptions. That's also up from 55% we saw in Q3. Now, when And then there's the crime that's chasing Walgreens, CVS, and the rest out of business. And who did you send? And when I say you, I mean the 81 million dead illegal voters. Who did you send to the most powerful office in the country? Parking lot of a fast food restaurant so their children could use the Internet to get their homework done. This is the United States of America, for God's sake. United States of America, for God's sake. At least we're calling it something different, because I would hate to see this happen in the United States of America. That would be a real tragedy. As long as it only happens in the United States of America, I can deal with it. Now let's go to the resident non-comedian who thinks he's a comedian, David in Lansing. Uh, uh, hey, Sean, uh, two quick comments. Um, I, I think uh, one solution to this man versus woman fighting in the you know cage matches yeah, would be just to let it happen and just draw attention to it because it is so ridiculous. Did it you see it? So ridiculous. He's an ex Green Bay, uh, Green Beret. <laughs> he might be from Green Bay. Green Beret who dyed his hair pink, said he was a woman, went into an MMA match and fought an actual woman, and although she was more technically sound, because he is a man with man muscle and man bone, he beat the hell out of her in the same way. This swimmer dominated swimming while pretending to wear a one-piece and be a female. It's a man, baby! Exactly. Go ahead, David. Could we, um, here's another solution. Take the most liberal college, I don't know, Georgetown. Don't say liberal. Don't say liberal. I'm liberal. We call them what they are, Marxists. Socialists. There you go. That'll that'll do. Okay. I want to try to get a greyhound and submit it into college-level track and field that you know, run it'll run 35 miles an hour because it is a dog that that identifies as a uh, human. And I would right. like. I mean, to it's a stretch, but I think if you were to enroll it in CPS, it could definitely get a diploma. I appreciate the call. Thank you very much. See, even I can make bad jokes work. It's a gift. Just one more on um, the shooting in Michigan. I'm wondering if the, you have any update on whether or not the president has had any contact with state or local leaders or families impacted by it. See. It's the gun's fault, in the same way Lori Lightfoot blames the purse for the looters. It's a wonderful system. And you could almost apply the lie of the American Marxist mafia member to virtually any atrocity, any ramification 
that they themselves perpetrate. Except it's going to be hard when it comes to bankruptcy. See, the bankruptcy part, that's where you're going to have a little bit of a problem. How much of your shipping costs gone up this year? We'll start with you first, Norm. Yes, well, our actual freight costs are up about 30 percent from uh, a year ago, which is... is 30 percent, because the base necessities, the costs from energy to labor to the the fees to dock, all skyrocketing, all the ramification and the result of incompetence known as the Democrat Marxist Mafia. You know where this stuff doesn't happen? It doesn't happen in well-run states that are occupied by, that are ruled by, the non-Marxist mafia members. That's the answer. The answer, unfortunately, is that if you are in one of these states, you may not be willing, but you are thought of as nothing more than an absolute slave. The the outlook is not at all a sure thing in the court system. Is there any thought of backing off of that? and trying to avoid, you know, all the outcry against it. Yeah, but, you know, Andrew, we we really have to get people vaccinated. I mean, I understand and we all understand how people do not like to be told what to do. They want to make their own choice and their own free will. I get that and I respect that. But these are unusual times. They are unusual times. You're destroying our cities. You're destroying and bankrupting states. Now you're hell-bent on doing it to my country. Well, hopefully, there's some people with integrity in the position to remove this feeble fascist scum. And then we'll deal with the rest of you Marxist mafia members later. 312-642-5600. That was the 80s. I was down with the ladies. Remember when you could... Speak your mind. Make fun of the obvious hysterical positions of the Marxist mafia. God, I miss those days. I really do. Like, for instance, you know, this whole story, I'm reading it, and I'm looking at this fella in a one-piece pretending to be a girl, and then i got to use their verbiage. And I remember in the, in the 60s, I, I, I was turned on to Milton Friedman in the 70s, so I had to go back and look at all the old tapes. And Milton Friedman had this, he was so spot on on so many things. But his annoyance was when you would call the communists, when you would call the socialists, the Marxists, and you would give them that virtue shield of the word liberal. They are not liberal. They are the definition of fascists, communists, and Marxists. They're anything but liberal. I'm the liberal. You can do what you want. I'm going to make fun of you. But you could go ahead and do what you want, and you won't be able to extort me, use law as a spear against me, because after all, I'm an American. See, that's what they're afraid of. They're afraid of that opinion. So when you see this, all of a sudden we're all grown men and women, and I'm calling this obvious guy a guy in a one piece. I got to, I got to, there's a, oh, it's transgendering. I remember where we used to be called drag. They were in drag. Remember that? I'm pretty sure that's where uh, the Obamas met, where they were parking cars. I'm pretty sure that we were able to live for hundreds of years. Well, guys, even like J. Edgar Hoover, he liked to prance around in his mommy's skirt. So what? Go have a good time, J. Edgar. I'm going to make fun of you. I'm going to point out it doesn't look right on you. But you want me to give you got your own special words. You're controlling our opinions. You're dictating what we will do, chemicals we will put in our body. No, you don't get to do it. So I call it rhubarb now. 
When I see a man in a one-piece, that's not trans. That's rhubarb to me. I like that word. It has a certain ambiguity to it, and it makes just about as much sense as the nonsense that you want me to believe that's a girl who's dominating in, in, in women's sports. It's, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Let's have some fun, for God's sakes. I have no bias. By the way, I think there are men that could look more attractive than many, many Democrat women. I really do. You show me a guy dressed in Edwardi's clothes, and I bet you he's sexier than she is. No question about it. Probably far more attractive. Dr. Awardi, I'll, I'll take I'll, I'll take Sal from the South Side. You put Sal in a in a, in a pin skirt, little jacket. I bet you he looks better than than Dr. Awardi. I'm I'm pretty confident. I, I if you put uh, what do we got? JT JT's the new kid, right? Big. What is he about six two? He always dresses like a J.C. Penny catalog. You put him in the costume that Lori Lightfoot wears. I know it's going to look like shorts on him. You put him in that. I'll bet you he looks better in it. Just me. Technically, he'd be dressed like a woman, wouldn't he? Matt Mount Greenwood. Hey, Sean, I'm going to use that term rhubarb. I love it. Rhubarb. Hey, I was talking to my kids. Yeah, I was talking to my kids the other night. My 11-year-old daughter, who's got more wisdom than virtually all Democrats, says to me, Dad, why don't we all just identify as illegal immigrants so that way we can do whatever we want? You might actually get $450,000 if you could prove that they separated you. What, oh, I think you're onto something. We'll call public yeah. schools separating and torture to children. I think it could pass. And now maybe you could identify as an illegal alien and get some of that $450,000 tax-free walking around cash. I like it. Matt, you hey, are on to something. See? We can come together. Take we got to use, use the system against them. After all, they've been misusing government against freedom, American principles, capitalism, and American citizens for at least 60 years, these communist bastards. Don in Bloomingdale. Hey, Sean. So uh, using Lori Lightfoot's logic and blaming the victim, I guess this little 12-year-old girl that was shot in the back at Millennium Park, it was her fault because she wasn't wearing a Kevlar jacket. And you know Ooh. you live in a bad city. When, when Mary DeBadges every other night is giving you a traffic report and the hang-up on the Eisenhower or the Kennedy is a shooting investigation. Come on, but you know, Mary DeBadges no. makes it sound good. You know what I mean? There's a shooting on the Eisenhower. Traffic's a bear. I mean, you, you can't get that kind of. You gotta, you gotta work it right in because, after all, if you're living in the sewer of a Democrat mafia-run hellhole, that kind of stuff is normal. Hey, good morning, guys. Police alerted us yesterday that they found out a 12-year-old girl was shot during that mayhem that was happening on the Magnificent Mile. She's here at Comer Children's Hospital recovering right now. That takes the gun violence, wounded uh, people. Wound gun violence? No, no, no. It's scum violence not gun violence gun was just the tool scum is the one that used the tool see you don't need gun control you need scum control there's the answer to all your problems 312-642-5600 up to 300,000 young people Facing heart-related illnesses due to post-pandemic stress disorder. These are people who have been vaccinated. I just wanted to give you a little update. Fox News, the Christmas tree that was set on fire by the homeless vagrant base of the Democrat Party member, was um, he's out already because the judge cannot set bail due to New York's new bail restrictive laws in the Marxist mafia causing chaos to use it as an excuse to take over freedom and liberty throughout the nation. 
seems to be working particularly well as we continue to be victims of the kind of chaos that's caused when you put morons in charge of anything. I mean in charge of anything. I am trying to think. You know, I, I was doing a commercial. I said, when's the last time you can remember a Democrat using the word liberty? When is the last time you can remember a Democrat area that was run not just efficiently, efficiently is, is, is not the bar, that was run properly and law enforcement was implemented both in the criminals on the street and the criminals in office. I'm trying to think. One thing that, that is a benefit of the COVID vaccine is that we in Chicago have how many aldermen under indictment? We've got little little tiny mafia leader Mike Madigan. We've got I Wish I Was a Man Viagra in the pocket at the Viagra Triangle with the gold Rolex on Ed Burke. We've got, uh, who was the other one that died? Arroyo? I can't remember which one died, whatever scumbag he is. We've got at least two more that are waiting for trial, all on hold. As the government pushes to continue to have more restrictions, more control, a benefit isn't just the trillions upon trillions that are kicked out to imitate the velocity of money. A benefit is even the politicians that are rarely caught with their hand in the cookie jar all get kind of a stay. They all get to pretend that they're free men and that they're decent human beings. They all get to go to restaurants, be thanked by scum restaurateurs. Thank you. Thank you, Speaker, for all you do. And all the kind of outfit guys that now own restaurants and pretend to be legitimate people. Robert Bloomingdale. Hey, Sean, how you doing tonight? Good. How are you, buddy? Good. I wanted to ask you a question on the comment that you just made a few minutes ago about the arsonist that burned. That was terrible, that tree that burned up. My yeah. question to you is, how can they let a guy like that go? If you're caught for arson, I'd be like me setting a fire to your cigar store and I got caught. Uh, how, how can you get a slap on the wrist and be sent on the way? Can you it explain that right, to me? Arson is only constituted as a felony in New York if the perpetrator harms or attempts to harm a person or if the act is considered a hate crime. So they've given all kinds of outs so that they can use their political preference to excuse the perpetrators they politically align with while prosecuting the perpetrators they philosophically disagree with. They Chicagoed the system, in other words. That makes no sense. Well, it's New York. And it's Chicago, yeah, well, and it's these Democrat you. mafia hubs. And, of course, none of this makes sense. You know, does, does it make sense, what you're hearing economically? Does this make sense to anybody? What you're hearing over and over and over again. This is a pro-growth uh, proposal, and it's paid for. Senator, do you, you know that in your heart of hearts, you know that one-year programs aren't going to be just one year. And, and I, I know, I know in my I heart just, of hearts. I know in my heart. You said I'll just accept the CBO. So you know that the CBO is there's a way that you can do it. They're give, it's Gigo. They're giving garbage in, garbage out. But but you know that the the actual cost is going to be much higher. And you've also hold, hold, seen hold, some you. of the polls about that people want. You know, at this point, there's less government. The country's in the wrong direction. You you see the Democrats' chances in 2022 based on this. It just seems like you're going down. You know, they're tying all the spending to the already passed infrastructure. They're tying the reconciliation as we speak with help from Republicans. 
They're tying it through parliamentary trickery and procedures. The debt ceiling, they're doing the, the they're going to raise it on a trick of Medicaid, Medicare, whatever government cheese they continue to bribe people with. And in the meantime, we have to deny the very reality we face of their the, the causation of our suffering. Free store to your local pharmacy. Supply chain backlogs are impacting the prescriptions you all need. The FDA is reporting some drug stores are running out of those sometimes life-saving medications. Desiree Montia talked to one local pharmacist. Medications, food, necessities, now even tire. Alan Russell isn't taking tires for granted this year. Getting kind of hard to find some stuff right now. The store manager at Tires Plus in Hopkins says struggles in manufacturing have disrupted the supply chain. I got a shelf of alternatives up there, um, but our tire plant. And what is on the priority? You know, as you look at every aspect of your quality of life, every aspect of our economy, it's meandering, it's suffering. The trajectory is devastation. And what is the priority of the politicians? that are supposed to be representing the people. Tia, thank you. Newly proposed legislation in Springfield would make Illinois residents who refuse to get the COVID vaccine pay their hospital bills out of pocket. That's where the priority is. These people need to be removed from office peacefully. They need to be stripped of their power. And we need to set this country right. 312-642-5600. I do believe the opposition to the Marxist mafia stands the best chance if we were able to remove the feeble fascists right now. I mean it because who sits in the vice presidency is the most unlikable person ever since Spiro Agnew. She makes Spiro Agnew look like Chuck Woolery. Kamala Harris is an unmitigated failure and everyone knows it. She has the position based on absolutely nothing other than genitalia and other attributes that sweet Willie Brown found irresistible. That is why Kamala Harris is in the position she's in. She was given one task in the beginning. Now, I think it was strategic to give her a task she could not succeed in. After all, the plan of the Biden administration is to implode the system. Best way to do that is through an open and absolute border. It pays off on many, many dividends. One of the dividends is that you can, number one, turn illegal citizens, or non-citizens, I should say, into voters, into a voter block. You could corrupt them through a welfare system that is the equivalent of a middle-income salary. Number two, you could take the other scandal of a drug flow problem and use those American drug addicts and the calamity caused as weapons against other people to constantly take money from them to help the poor drug-addicted sloths among us. It is a system that gives on multiple, multiple fronts. So the collapse that we see along the southern border is intentional. In the very early stages, Kamala Harris was sent to South America to bribe through foreign policy and through foreign aid countries so that they could keep their people there. After all, it was they were they were not getting enough money and sustenance from their government. So we were going to subsidize it because after all, America can just print up the machine and the money comes from nowhere. So she was asked or, or some of these these presidents of South American countries, this one particular, Guatemala, was asked, how is your communication with this administration? Other than, other than your meeting with Kamala Harris in June. That's the only one. Th- that is the only communication you've had with the Biden administration about illegal immigration? Yep. 
Does that strike you as being odd? Bueno, con el embajador hablamos. Well, uh, we have had uh, many conversations with your ambassador, but between my presidency and the White House, actually, no. I spoke once with Joe Biden uh, because I introduced myself. Then we had the visit of Vice President Harris, uh, and on matters of uh, state migration, we had the visit of uh, Mr. Alejandro Mayorkas. But uh, aside from that uh, direct communication, no, we haven't had it. How about the foreign aid? Where's the foreign aid? Where's the millions of dollars? that Kamala Harris went on to South America to sprinkle the infield with. Where's the money? Because we seem to have a massive problem of more than just Guatemalans. Now, granted, if these people were coming here because they wanted to be Americans on principle, they were fleeing the kind of tyranny that we see from Dr. Fauci and the rest of these morons, I understand that, and I welcome that. But there's something more diabolical afoot. These, pe- these poor people are the future base of the Democrat Marxist mafia. And that's the real reason the border isn't going to be secured. They're uninterested in the devastation the fentanyl causes. Because what they understand is once that fentanyl causes that devastation, they then can open another program. And the debt goes on, and it's the same nonsense. And in the meantime, the focus is on controlling the American citizen versus protecting the law-abiding American citizen, not just from the crime, the mayhem under Democrat policies, but the drugs that have no obstruction in supply chain. I've got story after story, from tires to drugs to groceries, all empty shelves. Where are there no empty shelves? Where is there no problem in, in supply chain? It's the drugs. Starting to really focus in on to why all these Democrat mafia-run states refuse to prosecute, excuse me, refuse to prosecute people. It's because this is their constituents. It's not us. It's not the law-abiding. It's not the people who long to be Americans. It's the people who can be their useful idiots and pawns. Parking lot of a fast food restaurant so their children could use the internet to get their homework done. This is the United States of America, for God's sake. Remove him tonight. Let's put in Kamala Harris. No one will like her, and you'll never hear a Democrat victory in the next decade. It's time to start having the strategy that was able to put a feeble fascist in the most powerful office in the world. Because in the meantime, the economic destruction is something we're going to have a hard time recovering from. While we are fighting against the failures and living with the failures of these policies, they are using parliamentary tricks and procedures to tie more payoffs, more spending, to more bills. From Democrat-run areas, lock your doors if you're in them. Buy a security system. There's many available. Have a good night. Three star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to, he understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.